Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Hi, guys, it's Tassie. Hi, it's January. And I'm Tara. I'm so excited to be joining you guys tonight. Hi. So tonight, there aren't two of us. It's not just Jan and Tassie, but also we're joined by my friend Tara, who lives in Lisbon, um, and she's going to tell us what's happening on the other side of Europe tonight. So it's going to be a three-way conversation, um, and we'll also get some good uh, tips about staying connected. Um, So Tara, tell us, how do you know us? Ooh, I went to college with Tassie at Ohio University. And so we've been friends for like 20 years. I know, it's been a long time. (laughs) And they were 20 great years. Yes, we've stayed in touch consistently for 20 years. Like some people come in and out, but we've been in. Yeah, and we've been all over Europe together and it's great. Yeah. So, so as you know, Tara, because you listen to our podcast, um, what's been happening, ladies? Tell me some bullet points of the day. January, what happened in your day? Well, I had a little bit of a stressful sleep last night. Um, our neighbors across the hall, like before the um, decree from the government that we were going on full lockdown and nobody was supposed to move around they left for their hata which is like their cabin their summer house or out in nature um and they were like rushing to get out of the house and all this kind of stuff and and last night i had this dream and i should preface it by saying that i have been known to sleep shop i woke myself up and i was almost um purchasing an office like a desk chair that was like 300 euros <laughs> what are, do you sit up when you do this or it's uh, no I've got my phone in phone. my hand like oh. sometimes when I wake up but like sometimes I wake up to an email from Amazon that I've ordered something no and this has happened like not often but it's happened like in periods of of stress so like when Uh I was pregnant it happened a couple of times you know stuff like that so the neighbors left for the hatta and then last night I had this like really intense dream that I was telling Andy that we needed to buy a car because we were going to be um quarantined for like a year and we needed to be able to like access to get to nature like to to access and then I was yeah, get out of the city. And then I was telling him that we needed to buy, to purchase a hata, um, so that we could grow food and like, <laughs> and so this morning, stress streaming. Oh God. I know. so this morning over breakfast, I'm sitting there and I'm like eating and Andy's eating and I'm telling him this story and he covers my hand with his hand and he was like, sweetheart, please don't sleep by a hata. <laughs> yeah that's not like no. ordering a cd or <laughs> a t-shirt you know that's buying like a piece a, of property that's, that's intense like a, i know and then like it's funny because it was so realistic that i felt like it was still happening when i woke up and so um we've been watching tiny house nation um as a family because my my daughter really likes 
like anything that's like home decorating or renovation she's a weird kid but um <laughs> she so we've been watching tiny house nation and i'm just like oh my gosh i need to build a tiny house in the czech republic i don't think there's a lot of hatas for sale but i could build a tiny house on some property and like how would we do it because we don't really speak that kind of czech uh, <laughs> it's like strategizing in your semi-awake brain Oh yeah and strategizing like it wasn't good strategizing but um <laughs> but yeah so, so now not only have I tried to convince Andy to shave his beard in real life but I'm also trying to get him to buy a car and, and a piece of property in the Czech forest <laughs> well, that, that's, that's a pretty good bullet point mm. <laughs> what about you Tara what's been happening over there by the Atlantic ah uh-huh. You want the Portugal update or my day update? Your day update. Okay. Well, I woke up feeling good. And when I feel good, I don't go outside, which is kind of the opposite (laughs) of what we're supposed to do. You are that meme that says (laughs) when your life suddenly becomes quarantined. Yes, I am. (laughs) I'm so happy to stay home all the time. But it's really hard for me mentally and emotionally to go outside right now and see the city different. So if I wake up happy, I just stay home and I'm happy. I still feel good. <laughs> like I'm doing everything I can. Yeah. Take care of that part of me. Even if that means I don't go for a walk, I don't get sun. I'm going to stay in. It was raining today anyway, so it's fine. Um, so that's what I did. And I'm getting in a routine of journaling and kind of writing down my mood in the morning and my plans for the day. and whatever else is in my head. And I, I think, think journaling is really, really good. That's very therapeutic. It's mm-hmm. so comforting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just gets the ideas out of your head and they're like, they're stored in a safe place mm-hmm. and your brain doesn't have to repeat them all the time. It always reminds me of when you, when I was traveling and I went to India or when you see the pictures of the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem and people write their thoughts on a piece of paper and then they put them um, into that religious place, that place of solitude and uh, contemplation, and you just kind of leave that there. And I think that journaling does the same thing. It takes it out of your head and gives yes. it to someone else, mm-hmm. somewhere else. Exactly. exactly. I love that. And I wasn't journaling before this all started, but I've been doing it every day. So I'm on day five. Some people are on day seven. Some people are on day nine. I don't know, but I'm on day five <laughs> of quarantine. I've lost track of the days. If Me too. Was, if it wasn't for the sun and the moon, like it would yes. just be time passing. I know. They did not feel like Friday. <laughs> no, it didn't. I agree. The worst Friday ever. Well, my bullet point is, if teaching doesn't work out when our society comes back together, I may be training for a new profession because I fixed my sink today, so I was my own plumber because you're not going to get a plumber to come unclog your sink. So this morning, I'm like brushing my teeth, doing everything, and I saw that the water wasn't going down. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't clog a sink during a quarantine. No. <laughs> so go ahead. So I had a similar thought to the plumber thing, different thing. 
But like if you're eating olives or like don't eat popcorn right now. If you're eating olives, make sure there's no pits because you do not want to go to the dentist right now. It's <laughs> true. So true. So true. I hadn't thought about that. Stay A friend of mine it. just told me that um, in Prague right now, the dental association or whatever has decided that they're not doing anything on adult teeth, that they will continue to like do um certain procedures on children's teeth but um they're not doing anything major on adult teeth right now that Um, happened to my sister she lives in south carolina and um she was supposed to have her yearly checkup and they called and said unless you have an emergency you can't come in yep me too i finally booked an appointment with a dentist when you live in another country it's so (laughs) hard to do this and I'm ashamed. Yes, it is. I've been here two years. It took me two years to make that stupid phone call to book a dental appointment. And why did I choose this time to do that? I don't know. But they called and said, no, we're going to push this back a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it's elective. Like everything's fine. My teeth have been filled in since I was yeah. a kid. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, if it Good. makes you feel any better, I've lived in the Czech Republic for four and a half years and have yet to be in the, to the dentist yet. <gasps> It's scary. You need to go. <laughs> but it's hard to do that. Even yeah. if they speak English, it's it's hard. I use an electric toothbrush. I figure like I'm okay. I'll give you my dentist name. Remind me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so happy ending to the story was I did some things I'm not proud of. I'm not gonna share them on this podcast. I basically <laughs> made my own snake to, you know, unclog that drain. But I did it, gosh darn it. I yes. fixed that drain and I've never been more proud than that moment when I stripped and took a shower because I felt like I died a little inside. Yeah. (laughs) I have been there before. Yeah, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Jan, anything else that happened in your day today? Uh, Yeah, it was funny. I was making a grocery uh, delivery order because we have to do it so many days out. You guys have probably heard me talking about this. But anyway, we're out of a couple of cleaning supplies. And so I was like, oh, crap. I'm either, I'm probably going to have to go to the, physical grocery store, physical store to get them. Uh, but I thought I'd check and see what was available. And normally when we order on Rolique or Koshik, um, all the bio products are completely sold out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But right now, like there is nothing but bio products. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're safe. We are so safe. <laughs> everybody everybody has purchased like the strongest antibacterial anti whatever chlorine yeah yeah like straight up bleach (laughs) oh everything yeah i should say i cleared out the drain partially just naturally with a baking soda and vinegar so it was an all natural process as well yeah that'll do it nice Yeah, so if you use bioproducts in the Czech Republic, now is a good time to make your orders online. I have to admit, I went for the full octane on a couple of things um, because I 
I've been going out to my elevator every day. And I know this probably doesn't like really make much of a difference, but I've been spraying it down with disinfectant and like wiping the door and the button and the inside doors because I have that weird like origami elevator that you have to like Yeah, you have to close two sets of doors to get it. Yeah. So there's a lot of touching. Yeah, yeah, I also really sprayed down my door and the handle on the staircase in front of me. So I get yeah, that. I'm like that crazy lady who's like walking down the stairs, cleaning the the handrail all the way down <laughs> to the bottom. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea if there's still, if the person who cleans this building is still working. Right. Um, right. I have no idea, and but it's it's interesting because my neighbors put a bottle of disinfectant with like a huge pile of like those bathroom style paper towels that are like blue Mm -hmm. um next to the to the door we've got two doors like two front doors like one that goes to like the garage and then the one that takes you to the street and they put a bottle of disinfectant and asked everyone to disinfect the door handle before they uh, or after they touch it and you know, trying to, to That's keep things clean in the building. So I guess I'm not the only one who was yeah. concerned about living in a building with, with uh, a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And Tara, what else happened in your day? Anything else? Well, the news in Portugal today is that the president declared a state of emergency yesterday. And today they defined what that means and kind of some of the restrictions and stuff. Yeah, so, tell us what's happening over there. Are you guys on the same page as us or uh, are uh, you a little bit behind us? I think we are caught up. I haven't, yeah, I think we're caught up to you guys now. They've sealed the borders with Spain. I guess that's our only border anyway. Um, and no but, flights, right? You're not going, people aren't going in and out too much. I think there are still some flights going in and out especially to london we have a lot of people who come here like repatriating exactly yep um but the state of emergency means of course kind of extended powers for the police and people over 70 are not allowed outside or people with any health conditions not allowed outside just not Mm -hmm. at all Um, other people are only allowed if they have to go to work and only certain industries are supposed to be open right now, restaurants are like carry out only or mm-hmm. Uber Eats or whatever. You can't dine in. So we've got that, of course. Um, and you can take your pet for a walk. <laughs> if you have a dog, <laughs> you can take your dog for a walk. Um, you but should I get think- Imogen, Imogen the cat. You should get Imogen a leash and take her out. <laughs> I will have an an invisible dog before I'll take her outside. (laughs) Will not improve this situation for anybody if she goes outside. Um, But like, if you have to go for a walk or go for a run or something, like we're allowed to go outside. But um, it it sounds like the police can ask you what you're doing, basically. Okay, so it's similar to what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, that seems like where we are. And the other thing is that's interesting is that I think they have a mandatory retirement age for probably for doctors and people who work in the medical field and Mm -hmm. they've released that. So Mm -hmm. medical professionals can come back to work and help 
if they want to. Oh, wow. Okay. They're not I required. saw that's happening in several countries. In mm-hmm. the U.S. too, they're asking New York people. New City. I saw that New yeah. York City, over a thousand doctors. They're asking people to come back, back to, to yeah. work from retirement. So even though they've kind of suspended some of the guarantees of the constitution i really trust this government and i know they didn't want to do this and i know they're going to restore all of our rights as soon as it's over um yeah so it's interesting um there, it is it's interesting to see how how much the governments care about the well-being of their people like yeah. um mm-hmm. yesterday they announced here that 80 percent of the salary would be covered for people that are basically suspended from their jobs so the restaurant workers hotel workers whatnot yeah. um and just that there is that kind of solidarity yeah that's not the word i want solidarity right solidarity. Um, yeah and support <laughs> and support yeah. um for for what's for the citizens and that you know that the government is behind you right now yeah mm-hmm. And I think I read in France, they're waiving rent payments and mortgage payments and stuff like that aren't mm-hmm. going to be required for April, which is really, really nice. I think that's yeah. almost more helpful. Yeah, to give people some breathing room, Yeah, at least for one month. Because even in my business, I have an online business. Things are tight. People aren't really excited to spend money when they don't know what's coming up. So even though I don't work in the restaurant industry, I'm feeling a pinch. Mm -hmm. Sure. And especially people who work with small businesses. um, Because small businesses are the ones taking the greatest hit. If your niche is small business, then you're feeling it. Even if you work online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of my clients are online businesses. I help them with technology and with marketing, but their clients are regular people who are mm-hmm. also feeling a little bit tight financially. So if they're not getting clients, then they're not investing in their business. Right. And actually, Tara, this is a good flow into what we want to talk about tonight. Um, what do you do? Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Well, I. I've been doing this for about seven years. I teach people how to use technology and marketing. So I teach them how to use their website, how to create a website if they need to do that, how to send an email newsletter, make online videos and social media, all the stuff that people need to market their online business. And so that's why Jan and I really wanted to talk to you tonight because um, she and I were talking about, and you and I talk about all the time, how through this, it's been amazing how friends are reaching out, family is reaching out, that people are trying to stay connected. And I was like, hey, Tara knows how to connect people. That is her thing. Yes. So as we go into the weekend and people are probably going to be reaching out to family more and calling. Um, and also as we go into the weekend and small businesses like three of us are (laughs) thinking about um, strategies over the next couple of weeks. Um, We just wanted to talk to you and ask for some tips about how to stay connected, what some of the platforms are out there, what you see in the industry. Yeah, my favorite is Zoom, which we're using right now, because you can connect multiple people with just a link. Nobody, Mm -hmm. like, they don't have to have anything special um, and they don't have to pay for it. So I like Zoom. It's zoom.us and everybody still has Skype. So Skype is a good one, but 
even the messenger platforms like Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp have a phone feature or a video call feature. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Every time I call my mom, like sometimes I don't need there to be a video every time. <laughs> <laughs> so I just call her using like FaceTime, the phone. But moms like to see your face. Dads <laughs> like to see your face. I know Jan's dad FaceTimes her quite often. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. so funny. So when I call her with just the phone, she's like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? And I'm like, just talk. You don't, you don't have to see me. <laughs> just talk to the phone. <laughs> Remember we did that for a long time. <laughs> she gets so confused. She's like, where's the video? Just talk. <laughs> That's true. And actually with my grandmother, she still has a landline. Those exist in America. Um, <laughs> I think in Czech Republic, I haven't seen landlines in people's no. houses. I think Portugal's the same way. People don't really have landlines. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, so strategies, if you're stuck on this side of the world and your grandparents are stuck somewhere else. Um, I know I use Skype, the, um, the service where you can pay to have an account so that you can call a landline. Ah, um, uh, okay. And that seems to work fairly well. Um, I wouldn't even know. I would tell them to get <laughs> get a cell phone connected. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, what about the video versus voice calls? Um, with your, for, say, for businesses, like, have you had success with um, like more video conferencing with? clients with voice calls what's your experience yeah for me my first meeting with people is always face to face uh, on video and online I mean and and then after that I do a screen share thing because I'm teaching them technology so I use zoom for that and I show them my screen and then they don't have to see my face anymore but I think people like to see your face and I teach people how to look at the camera, not at your own eyes. So you're making a connection. It feels like you're looking them in the eye. Um, So I think that's like, we can still feel connected through video when we do things like that, like having your camera at eye level and looking in the eye, in the camera and not in in your own face. Um, It just helps us still feel connected. I have a friend who I've been friends with for like five years. She lives in Ireland. We've never seen each other, but she's one of our, she's one of my best friends because we connect on Zoom every week and we check in and see how things are going. That's amazing. I love when you make online connections like that. I have a friend um, in Denmark that's similar. We don't call, but we send messages. And I mentioned her in one of the earlier podcasts, Erin. We've never met. We've never really had an in-person conversation, but through Instagram and Facebook, I feel like I really have a connection with this woman. <laughs> yes. yeah. I love the digital age. I know. <laughs> what would we do if we didn't have this? I think I would be going bonkers being alone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely. My yeah, cat is sweet, but it's not. There's something comforting about um, sharing that experience, the, hearing someone's voice and saying, oh my gosh, what's happening here and what's happening there. And um, I, I've been joking that I'm more social this week in quarantine than <laughs> I've been I know. in the last couple months. <laughs> I have a question for you, Tara. Yeah. Um, one of, one of the things that I think is hard about when something this big is happening, 
um, is that when you try to connect, there's so much fear um, that it it's sort of like the it dominates the conversation. And so it's really hard sometimes, especially with older people, to make a personal connection. So like to talk about your actual self and how you're doing in life and what you're working on and like the things that aren't that are normal that aren't like related to a giant pandemic or you know nuclear war with iran or whatever <laughs> whatever happens to be whatever month um, it is in 2020 exactly. <laughs> oh no <laughs> but it's it's hard and especially if you're on different sides of the political spectrum um you know I don't avoid those conversations on, well, no, I do avoid those conversations, but, um, <laughs> we but all I try avoid to, those conversations, <laughs> yeah, but I try to steer the conversation in a personal way. But like, sometimes I feel like it's hard to connect to people. Um, you know, even right now, uh, reaching out to a lot of friends, a lot of the conversation is eaten up with just, you know, oh my gosh, did you see this? And Trump did this and the UK prime minister did this. And, you know, this is what's happening in the US and it's going to get this bad and we're afraid of this. And like, yeah. how do you maintain, like, how do you like direct the conversation to something that's like personal and deep and you can really feel like you've connected? Yeah. Um, because I know like in video, you're just missing that that reach out and touch someone or yeah, yeah, yeah that, that presence yeah it's funny I have two two responses for that one is that sometimes people actually feel more relaxed and more at ease when they can't see your facial expressions and they're not trying to read your body language so we get a mm. little more honest if it's just a phone conversation rather than an in-person thing because they don't feel like they have to impress you. They don't have to look good. They can do the ugly cry. So sometimes the virtual connection is actually a little bit deeper. Which I've been really having cool. that experience with my classes, actually. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that um, about half of them want video, half of them want audio. And I've found that the audio classes are the ones that flow, that I don't find myself going to my notes or having yeah. to go back to the article. Um, but mm. the conversation flows. So yeah, yep. that's been my experience. And I was really surprised. Yeah, a lot of people are. And when most of my clients are coaches, and that's a, an initial hurdle that people have is like, well, I want to be online, but people want to meet in person. But if you can get them to trust you that like the conversation actually gets deeper when it's on the phone, it's really cool. Mm. And the second thing is, sometimes I just acknowledge all of that stuff that awful stuff that we've just been talking about and then I'm like okay we got all of that out of the way let's shake it off stand up move your body shake it all off take a deep breath and then let's get back into the good stuff and what we really want to talk about and kind of shift the energy a little bit but you have to move your body mm -hmm. and physically shake it off sometimes and I mm -hmm. do that a lot with my clients because technology is so stressful this stuff is so stressful and the crazy things that are happening right now and like let's talk about that let's make that personal connection so you trust me and you know you can see that I'm a human and then we're going to shake it off and get down to business and that I love the physicalness of that um mm -hmm. that you have them stand up and shake 
Yeah. Um, that's, that's really great. <laughs> I have Lucy do that when she's working on her homework and she gets like overly frustrated. <laughs> it really helps. It does. And I do it too. Like I'll stand up and well, if yeah. I, if I don't have Imogen on my lap, I'll kind of uh, shake it all off. <laughs> Actually, but this is probably too much information for the podcast just because um, everyone's going to look at me differently now. But the other morning, I don't know if it was yesterday morning or two mornings ago, I just was in this mood. I needed to get some energy out. And I was listening to the top 40, as I told January, I'm trying to be so pop culture queen. And um, <laughs> there was just this really great dance song on. I don't even remember the band or the music, but it just struck me and I was like I'm gonna record this and send it to my sister <laughs> so, so I made this video of me just going wild and dancing and I sent it to her so it was like four o'clock in the morning her time and I get a message when she woke up and she was like that made me laugh and cry at the same time Aww. joy and shame <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was having a hard time like getting into editing the podcast um just having a hard time making transitions in the morning nothing to do with the podcast but um I put on like the the club can't even handle me right now song um <laughs> and I like turned it up really loud and I was like dancing around my office and when the song was over Andy popped his head and he was like um if this is going to be ongoing it's probably a little loud for our daughter to get done with her I was like no just song just one song <laughs> Aww, that's a sweet way to say that. <laughs> Turn your damn music off, woman. Right. <laughs> I felt like a teenager, like getting yeah. a parent check in, like, um, everything music okay on here? TV. <laughs> you be aware of the other members of the house. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm going to give my moment of calm over to Tara tonight. Um, so you have something that you said that you wanted to read for us. Yeah. Cause we're all thinking about how we can take advantage of all this extra time that we have at home. And then my friend posted this, her name's Caroline Dooner and she is at the fuck it diet.com. She's amazing. <laughs> so on Instagram, nice. at um, and she said, you do not have to be productive. You're allowed to just survive. And that mm -hmm. made me feel so much better because all of this is energy and I don't want to put bad energy into the work that I do. And mm -hmm. some days you're just not in the mood. And so I'm allowing myself to just survive some days and not make something and not write something. Just mm -hmm. don't be productive every day. Just survive. Yeah, I'm writing right now. I'm working on a novel for the first time and I haven't written for two weeks now, like since Lucy's been off school. My brain is just like uh, overloaded with questions right now and uncertainty and um, and yeah, I feel that like, yeah. I'm like maybe this is a good time to take a, a break from writing just to <laughs> give I'm, myself some time. I'm yeah, seeing a lot of parents heal. do that. Exactly. And parents are saying like, Nah, some of these days stuff sucks and we're just going to watch TV all day and we're not going to do yep. school. I don't know where I saw it. Maybe on Kristen Bell, because Kristen Bell, she yeah. has such good stuff She's on her amazing. Instagram. Yeah. Um, but there was a letter from a principal um, yes. that went, went home to a group of 
school kids somewhere. And basically the principal said just that, like, this could be your child's opportunity to have the best memories of their life of time with you. Um, that they're not going to remember learning their times tables or <laughs> right. doing, you know, something, but they're going to remember that you read to them. And that's what the principal said, read, 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 read them your books, read them their books, like mm-hmm. sit, hold them. And those are the things that are going to translate into actual education later in their life, not the times tables. And I wow. thought that's, that is really profound like just let everyone survive right now and the productivity will come yeah and I've also found oh one of the ways to kind of ease anxiety in kids um well just you know my sampling of one child um but Lucy has a lot of anxiety around things that are going on around her she has a very like uh expectation for herself to be an adult and Mm -hmm. takes responsibility for things that you know just aren't her issue to solve. And um, I found that with redirecting the conversation to like, what do you think we can do to help? Like, let's look around us. And, you know, like we have some friends whose kids are making YouTube videos with tutorials on how to draw a a dragon or how to paint a certain thing or, you know, talking about their favorite books or something like that. And they're all kind of finding ways to do this differently. And I think turning the the worry around into you know like what can you do to help other people around you even if it's just entertainment you know like entertainment is a legitimate way to help so um comforting yeah so I think just turning that question back around for adults is also a good way to kind of direct your energy like what can I do to help if I can't volunteer or I can't expose myself because somebody in my family is you know given to these respiratory infections or without like what can I do to help well I can tell you ladies that this conversation has helped me immensely I love both of you it's always great to talk to you so let's stay connected Tara you'll come back before this 30-day podcast is over assuming it's a 30-day podcast (laughs) 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 we'll see how this develops um but please come back and join us again we would love to have you thank you yeah thank you um and i guess jan i'll be talking to you tomorrow night i guess so all right (laughs) see you ladies later bye bye Thanks for listening to today's episode of From Quarantine. Our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day. If we made you laugh even a little bit, then we accomplished our goal. We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. You can find us on Instagram by searching from quarantine as well. And you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends. But if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. Live together.